You're listening to Cosmic Consciousness, the show that connects with today's way showers and conscious advocates who use real-life superpowers to catapult human evolution. Blessing soul family, this is Jules with Cosmic Consciousness, coding the new human for the new earth, and I am just really excited about our guest today. We have Dr. Gabriel, and he has offered to start us off with a prayer. So I'm going to go ahead and, and turn it over to you. Thank you, Jewel. It's a, it's a joy to be on your program. And the prayer is about merging the heavens and earth and really heart and the mind. So there's an integration of heart and mind, which is the way the best way to listen to me because I'm working on both levels and it's we call it the wisdom of the heart as we end. So here we go. So feel that merging and let that wisdom of the heart come out. Mm. Okay. That was beautiful. Mm. All right. Well, that just set the tone for um, a beautiful conversation. So before we go into that conversation, um, Gabriel, let's have you just tell us a little bit about yourself. I began life in an interesting way. 1943, one years old, I had TB. Tuberculosis is, at that time, there's no medication. So it was almost a sure death sentence. But my mother and father didn't agree with that. Gave me a lot of attention. We made it through. Why is that important? Well, we're affected by what happens to us at at a young age. So I had the opportunity to face death full on. And for the next 33 years, I looked at that issue very, very closely, trying to understand it. And what I eventually got when I had a more profound spiritual awakening, the waking of the spiritual energy, that some people call Kundalini, or in the West we call it Raha Kadesh, is there is no death for the self. The self is neither born nor dies, and it's immortal. That was a major breakthrough. So the first 33 years of my life was focused that way. I did a lot of different things. Uh, That began also to get me more connected to the bigger picture. I loved uh, meditating. I loved playing football, which I played through college uh, as uh, inducted into the National Football Hall of Fame as captain of an undefeated college football team. Why are you bringing it up in a spiritual discussion? Because I began having spiritual experiences at a young age. When I began playing football at the age of 10, I began to go beyond myself into realms beyond the mind. So my initial introduction, besides at one years old, uh, into the mystical realms happened playing football. Now that's Hard for people to get. But when you want to understand that when you go beyond the mind, whatever the setting is, that's where we begin to enter the deeper uh, mysteries. Now, of course, we get a little bit more sophisticated with, <laughs> with time, 
and football season ends and how do you keep accessing it? And then I began putting more focus on meditation. I was in India for seven years. Um, and Swami Muktananda's ashram meditating six hours a day, chanting four and a half. At that point, going beyond the mind into the nothing became a more regular experience as part of like, oh, this is reality. And from that point, after being acknowledged by Muktananda and after that seven-year cycle, I began to go more deeply into other things. And after a 40-day fast, a little voice rang out and said, you need to go to your roots. So I began studying the Kabbalah and, and Torah and got very deep into that mystical realm. And then the third realm that I entered in was as a Native American sun dancer, um, which is you do this for four years, and it was an extremely positive experience for me, connecting to many of uh, Native American peoples with Lakota. So I actually became adapted into the tribe. So I bring three different traditions. I bring the yoga tradition, I bring the Kabbalistic Torah tradition, and I also bring the Native American and I would say a Sundance tradition into my work, integrating all of that. I'm also trained as a psychiatrist, family therapist, uh, and have been teaching meditation since for 47 years. Mm. So that's a little bit of the background, and it's really what I, I share is, is the accumulated uh, wisdom of that. My latest book, Into the Nothing, really puts that all together. It's a spiritual autobiography uh, in the sense of a way to live. And what I learned from all this is all life experiences are an opportunity to grow spiritually. So there's no bad experiences. They're more difficult and more easy, but it's an opportunity to grow spiritually. And that's how I've taken that as a gift for God, as a way. So I see everything through that lens of uh, living in the world that way. Mm. That is the kind of like, let's say, key understanding. And the more, and I've developed a lifestyle. And the lifestyle is not a spiritual practice. It's, it's I call it the six foundation, sevenfold piece. It's a way, a natural, holistic way of living that leads to liberation. Absolutely. And I want to talk more about that. Um, but before we do, we're going to just move into a quick break here, um, Dr. Gabriel. So why don't you let everybody know if they want to um, connect with you, how they would find you? Okay. The easiest way is to go to drcousins.com or treeoflife.mn.co, and that's our community. And that is the way to tune into the different workshops. We have spiritual fasting retreats. We have uh, what we call yoga in the mind, zero point. Um, and we have a lot of support. In this time of the, in the world, people need support. So we've developed a community support system at the, through the Tree of Life community. That's how people can get connected. Beautiful. Okay, we will be right back. 
Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. And we're back. This is Jules with Cosmic Consciousness, and we have Dr. Gabriel today, and we are talking about the inspiration of life. So I want to go a little bit more into, um, you know, you have a lot of experiences. You've been on a spiritual path for a very long time, and, um, you know, when you're talking about integrating this, bringing it into your work now, and as you were speaking before the break, I kept feeling like I'd like to like maybe not so much talk about the experience or what brought you to where you are, but to where it is that you're going. And because, you know, the past pattern is creating this really beautiful frequency of, of your, the evolution of your next. And I think I want to focus on that. So let's just start right there is where do you see and what are you creating in this frequency of now creating your next moment? It's a very interesting question, and I'm not going anywhere. I have no plans. It's not my problem. My job is to tune in to the divine plan unfolding within me, and I go wherever it takes me. So I, it's really that divine will or voice guiding me. My job, the way I see it, is to simply be open to that flow and not let my ego idea of how it's how I think it should be get in the way of what it is. So I, I teach, let my will be thine will. Mm, I love it, that. And I think most people that are listening are definitely in that space. And what we're, what I'm finding is that within that space of, I call it the fourth level of consciousness, it's kind of the listen and do. But I'm also tapping into what I call the fifth level of consciousness, which is uh, actually just being as God. And I think that's what you're saying in some That's exactly what I'm saying. Beautiful. So that's, I think what I want to do is tap into that a little bit uh, within that experience a little bit more, because what I have found, at least personally tapping into that space is that every now moment is actually an illusion and it's the frequency that's been created in that illusion of that now moment is actually creating a frequency pattern. Well, you know, we're in spherical time, so I'm not going to say a future pattern, but at least it's a pattern to where we have that connection of the divine. And within that pattern, there's information or the divine intelligence. And I think that's what I want to talk about what is what your experience is with living in that frequency. My experience is one of really surrender. And I'm going to, you mentioned spherical. I'm going to use the word spherical and spiral. 
Um, so I don't see things as uh, linear or even spherical. There's a mix, but spiral means, in, in the way I'm looking, as an upward flow of consciousness. A continual expansion of consciousness is how I um, have, in a sense, made myself open to. So that's how I answer it. And, and in, in the yogic uh, tradition, uh, nothing has ever happened and everything has already happened. Agreed now that, with that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a way I see it. So I'm my focus is uh, not being in the now, which is, I think, what you just mentioned. Uh, in a sense, that's not what you're talking about either. I call it the eternal presence where we are the experience of past, present, and future happening simultaneously. That's what I call the eternal presence. And uh, my consciousness is in that frequency of the eternal presence where everything is happening, everything is already happening, um, and nothing has happened at all. So it's very paradoxical. But it keeps you open to the bigger picture because you don't have any limited mental uh, contractions about how it's supposed to be or where it's going. Because it's never going anywhere anyway mm-hmm. in, in the deepest level of consciousness. So the question. A lot of paradoxes. A lot of paradoxes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the question that's coming through, uh, Gabriel, is. Is this space of, okay, so this was what, so you learn these different traditions and now you're moving into the space that you are. And I find um, for myself and in reflection to others that we meet this space where the way we evolve beyond is to actually let go of tradition altogether and move into the beyond where it is just that relationship within the divine. And I love to hear a little bit about what your um, thoughts are or your experience is around that, because I feel like more and more people are starting to move into that space. And it's a very odd space to be able to uh, kind of let go of everything that was learned and move into a frequency that hasn't been created yet? That's a great question. So all traditions, all religions are what I call holy lies. And, but they offer a way to stand before you leap into the unknown. So, I don't hold to any tradition, but they each has given certain gifts that empower me in moving into the unknown. Uh, But to go to the unknown, you have to be willing to go beyond the mind. All traditions are within the mind. So the way I look at it then is, yeah, we go beyond the mind. We have the background so we can deal with a variety of different energies. Uh, frequencies, but to really, really wake up, we have to transcend all tradition, all thought forms, because thought forms are in the mind too. 
So that's how I look at it, is that they're, they're good um, platforms, but we need to be free to leap into the unknown beyond any thought form. And that's what, uh, what began to happen to me more spontaneously, really in the 1970s, uh, where I would just dissolve into nothing. Well, when there's nothing, there's no form. There's no tradition. You're just uh, there, and you're in the I am this, but eventually, even the I am this goes I this, and then goes beyond that to nothing. The I this disappears, <coughs> and there's no you. It's I call it ascending, ascending through the I am until we move beyond the I am. And, uh, you know, and what you're calling nothingness is what I call existing in frequency pattern is that, um, that we exist as everything. And, and you really, what that is, is being able to, I, I have this thing where I've been practicing of moving into one single atom of, of what's say my physical form, because it's in the relation of physical form that we can actually ex- expand beyond it. And in that space, I allow that atom to communicate with every atom of the universe. And in that moment, I can actually experience the entire universe and even experience different things simultaneously. So I can have the experience of the tree and of the clouds and of a star and of my daughter and all these different things all in one single moment. There's no separation of focus. And I think that that's what you're talking about. And I can hear everybody asking, what what practice do you use in order to create that experience? Well, I'm actually talking about something even where there's a you. See, you, you mentioned there's a you experiencing these things. When I'm talking about into nothing, there's no you left. I think I, we are saying the same thing oh, because okay. it's within that space that you're not self-identifying as anything. It, it's right. the experience as everything. Okay. That's that we are. That's good. I wasn't sure what you were saying. Um, what practices? I, at this point, I am just living life, but I do a lot of meditating. But from the sitting meditation, the general life experience becomes meditation. So that barrier between sitting and meditation, where you're at one, and walking around in that oneness uh, begins to diminish. So that's how I would, that's how I talk about it. So, but the meditation is like the anchor that sets the frequency. So I meditate twice a day and that anchor is setting the frequency, but then it carries into everyday life as a meditation of that oneness. Mm, Beautiful. Well, do you have a process that you would like to share with us or bring people into just a short process that maybe so they can kind of connect to the work that you do? So what I, well, it's a combination of things that helps you transcend the mind. So the, the key is transcending the mind. The bottom line to that is meditation. And so there's a meditation technique that's pretty simple. I repeat the name of God, 
Yield and then breath in, now breath wide, and then breath in, now breath. And go, that's the starting point. And then that all disappears, including me. So there's no me, there's no individualization. The starting point is quieting the mind. And then once the mind is transcended, then there's really nothing left. And that's really how that worked. It's very simple. But, you know, we're talking years and years and years of meditating and doing the different uh, spiritual practices and eating the right food and spiritual fasting, which uh, we do twice a year. Uh, and the uh, tree yoga that I do and the breathing. And it's a combination of service and charity. Uh, it's a combination of all those, but at this point, it's synthesized into uh, meditating and life as a liberating experience. Mm, I love that. I That's where it ends. Mm -hmm. That's where it's going to. So I'm going to just skip into uh, kind of everything that you just said, but what I have found is yes. All of that is true, and the practices that you're speaking of are very valuable. But there's also a frequency pattern or a reality that we can step into uh, where we can actually create a vibrational pattern within cellular intelligence where we can start to have those experiences beyond the mind until our mind can catch up with them. And what I'm finding is that that ascension process happens much quicker in that space and that life becomes the reflection of the very reality that we're shifting out of. Um, so I'd love to hear just a little bit about, um, you know, if somebody were to come in to one of your support groups, let's say, what kind of experience will they be looking for or what kind of experience, um, are they saying yes to, I guess. And of course, everyone's going to have their own experience, but there's always a frequency that they're kind of saying yes to when they don't really know what they're saying yes to. Right. It's a paradoxical question. It's a good question. What it is, is initially, um, I start with the awakening and supporting of the spiritual energy. And that's with what we call Haneha or Shaktipat, where the energy helps awaken. And we meditate for a few minutes and allow that to unfold for people. And then that is the starting point for going beyond. That's how that uh, works. So the starting point uh, is with, a, uh, with meditation. Mm, beautiful. So I'm just curious, um, within your words, you say the starting point to um, what's next. And what do you find is the next? Well, of course, it depends where you are. It, you know, for me, it's merging into the nothing where there's no uh, I am left or no I just left. There's only that beyond time and space, and actually 
frequency because that's still in time, space, and energy. And from, from my understanding, I think you're using slightly different language, so it gets a little confusing. But for me, it's beyond frequency because I'm, I'm talking about merging into the nothing prior to existence. And existence has frequency, which is time, space, and energy, and, 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 and different levels of frequency within that. But there's a place where there's no frequency. That's what I'm talking about. So I think that um, what you're saying is what I would say is um, is that fifth level of consciousness where there's no reflection is what I would say. It's existing kind of in everything without self-identifying. And but there's this also, of course, you know, I, I have this thing where it's called the God sphere and um, that we have different experiences within the God sphere, but that there is a state of consciousness beyond the God sphere. Um, and so what you're saying is, is nothingness. And what, that's what I would say. It's like existing without existing when you put it into a state of consciousness. But then if you take that outside of consciousness, it would be um, I think more in alignment with what you're saying, but they're actually both the same thing. It's just different ways of experiencing it or choosing which reality um, that you want to exist in within that space. And so I find it's, it's really fascinating to have this conversation and be able to reflect kind of those higher frequency patterns. Um, so what I, the question that it's coming through, I love tapping in to kind of the people that are listening and, and what are they asking? And so we're going to just bring it down kind of back into the experience that I think a lot of people are having right now and how, what would you offer them in order to kind of connect to more of that nothingness in what most would call chaos or the world in what I call the old paradigm of what they are calling reality? Oh, <laughs> these are very deep questions. They're good, really good questions. So I talk about a way of life. I don't talk about a technique. So I talk about eating to become a superconductor of the divine, which is a 100% plant-based diet, uh, you're not taking the energies of death into the system. Nothing's blocking the flow of the internal subtle energies. I also like uh, people, uh, we, we do the juice fast thing twice a year, which also for seven days expands it. Then daily practices of uh, breathing, uh, we call pranayama and yoga to loosen up the flow of energy within your physical system. I like sacred dance, which a lot of people enjoy. I do a lot of dancing. Okay, the third is service and charity. And then service and charity, we're connecting at the heart level to people being served. And in a sense, we're the ones being served. Fourth, if people are ready to be working with a spiritual teacher. The fifth uh, part of that is as much meditating and let's say, seeing God in all things, which begins as a practice and then becomes part of your way of life. And the sixth is the uh, uh, 
the awakening and enhancement of the higher uh, spiritual energies that awaken all the systems, you know, the physical body, the, the subtle bodies, the chakras, uh, the koshas, which are the layers of the mind, all those become more awakened and then more open to higher frequencies. Um, and I talk about this as a way of life. In other words, you're not doing a practice, you're living that way. And in that holistic liberation walk, you become more and more regularly uh, located beyond the mind. That's more where you're experiencing life from is that. But there's no particular practice. It's a way of life that enhances that uh, liberated awareness beyond the mind, beyond time and space, and really energy. Beautiful. Yeah, I, I say it. Um life is the spiritual practice. It's, there is no separation. And I love that you, um, that you teach that as well. Well, Gabriel, we're running out of time here. So I'm going to just let you kind of tap in and uh, just feel the people that are listening and speak from your divine. If there's one last thing you would like to share. Perfect. So the message is being aware that the divine dwells within us as the divine and living in a way that helps you be continually in touch with that and expanding the awareness of the divine within yourself, which then opens us up to experiencing the divine in all creation and also ultimately prior to creation. So may everybody be blessed with this ever expanding awareness to experience the divine in all things and in all ways. Oh, amen. Beautiful. Thank you. And if you all would like to connect with Dr. Gabriel, again, um, tell them where they would find you. Right. The, the easy, drcousins.com. And, and that refers you also to the Tree of Life community called treeoflife.mn.co. Mm. And that's where you can see all the programs and you can get uh, LinkedIn and the videos and tapes, but also the weekly programs I'm doing and the monthly programs that we're coming up on now into a, a meditation. We do a monthly meditation retreat with three meditations a day for uh, Saturday and Sunday. So there's all kinds of ways to get supported and reinforce your connection with the divine until it becomes an absolutely natural flow for you where you're not thinking about it. It just is. So I invite you all to join us. Okay. Treeoflife.mn.co or drcousins.com. And I thank you, Jules, for your good work. And may you be blessed to continue to expand uh, the good works that you're teaching. Ah, thank you so much. That's so sweet. And I really feel that um, in your words. So thank you for that. And thank everyone for listening to um, 
cosmic consciousness and being a part of the superpower network we are just sending you all a rainbow light of love and just let that enter your heart and expand into your reality and just taking in a deep breath and connecting to your heart center and then from this space go and live to your highest potential Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.